Jed Lowry has just announced his retirement, so we're going to say some kind words, and uh, we're going to do right by Jed, because he is a, an Oakland A through and through, so we're going to talk about Jed Lowry today, and then I got some big personal news that I am very excited to share with you. You're definitely going to want to hear what that is, and then later on, we're going to talk about the latest injury to the A's rotation, and uh, how the rotation could look for opening day today. Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked on A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 546 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, uh, we're going to be talking about Jed Lowry because he has he was in Oakland A for seven seasons. We're going to talk about some of his achievements and kind of what he meant to the A's franchise over the course of roughly a decade. So we're getting into that. And then uh, right after that, we're going to talk about uh, my own personal achievements. I'm going to give you guys uh, something that I think you'll be excited about. I'm very excited about it. I'm going to just share what it is uh, in roughly 10 minutes. And then uh, we're going to wrap it up with uh, the latest injury in the A's rotation, potentially, uh, being Drew, Drew Rasinski and how that could impact the A's roster construction for opening day. We're a week away from opening day, and we do not know who is in the A's rotation yet. So, good times. Uh, but... Before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. If you're on YouTube right now, make sure to match the subscribe button. We are trying to get to 1,000 subs in the next week by opening day. And we are not looking good right now, but it, hey, this is your first time. Hit the subscribe button. Why not? Uh, also, make sure to comment and like down below. Uh, there's going to be a comment uh, prompt, I guess, for you guys here in the second segment when I announce my news. So uh, be, be ready for that. And have those typing fingers at the ready as well. Uh, but also make sure to follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check us out uh, also at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. It is a... It's a place where I write about articles. I, I I don't write about articles. I write articles about the A's. That's what I meant. Uh, it's still very early in the morning, and I have not had my coffee. But, uh, yeah, uh, Inside the A's, that's where uh, A's news happens. So go check out Inside the A's or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. But let's talk a little bit about Jed friggin' Lowry. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago I called him a vampire, and uh, I stand by that. But what what a vampire career he's had. Uh, he was traded originally to the A's. This is what I, I like, is uh, how many times he came to the A's, not necessarily of his own volition, but he seemed to really like his time with the A's, and that's what's important. He was traded to the A's in 2013 uh, for Chris Carter, who was good. Chris Carter came back to the A's later. Uh, Max Stassi, who is currently uh, still, I believe, terrorizing. Is he still on the Angels? I think so. Uh, he's still terrorizing... Uh, the, the, the A's, so that's fun. Uh, and then Brad Peacock, who was okay for a couple of years. So, not, not a bad trade for the A's, honestly. Uh, they, they got to they got to know Jed Lowry. They got to dance with Jed Lowry and then keep him around for six more seasons after that. Uh, he was 
uh, a free agent after the 13 season. No, no, after the 14 season, he signed with the Houston Astros again after they had traded him uh, in December. And then uh, he was traded back to the A's from Houston in November of 2015. That's just funny. That was for a minor leaguer, Brendan McCurry. And I do not believe he has made his big league debut. I doubt that he will at this point because uh, that was eight years ago. Um, so, yeah, uh, the A's have done fairly well in both Jed Lowry trades with the Houston Astros. The Jed Luno, uh, Lunau, uh, Houston Astros, might I add, the genius of the sky. No, that's Eos uh, Sky. Um, the, it, the genius of GMs uh, is how he would like to be uh, introduced. And uh, he lost both of those trades. Uh, I, I would argue. I, I'd argue that. But uh, he, he was very good for the A's in those seasons that he was acquired for. And uh, he was granted uh, a free agency after the 2018 season. He signed with the New York Mets on a two-year deal. And he played nine games in those two years. Mets fans do not have the same love for Jed Lowry that A's fans do. Uh, in 2021, when he started doing stuff, they were like, What the heck, Jed? What's going on here? Why why couldn't he get on the field for us? And he's doing all of these amazing things for the Oakland A's again. That's the guy that we wanted. And so Mets fans do not like Jed Lowry. A's fans love Jed Lowry. Um, in seven seasons with the A's, he hit 262. Not bad. Uh, he also hit 333. And also the game changed in this period of time. These, these 10 years, that is when the game has started changing very heavily with Sabermetrics. Um, you know, there was the whole uh, Miguel Cabrera, Mike Trout MVP debate. That's what kind of kicked it off in 2012. 2012, yeah. Um, and it, it has been an evolution of baseball since in those 10 years. The slider is a big deal. And he has made a career still being able to do what he does, which is mostly hit doubles. Uh, but he had a, a fantastic career, and a lot of that was with the A's. He also hit 77 home runs in those seven seasons and had... You're waiting for the doubles total. Here it is. 205 doubles with the A's in those seven years. That is the seventh most doubles in Oakland history. Uh, I believe it's tied with Terry Steinbach, if I am remembering that correctly. So uh, he, he was, in fact, a doubles machine in the seven years that he was with the A's. Uh, I, I am intrigued as to, actually, who was ahead of him, but I, I had to hit record real fast. So uh, maybe I'll look that up and I'll, I'll tweet it out. Be, uh, here, here's Jed Lowry, seventh with Terry Steinbach, and uh, here's the six guys that are ahead of him who probably played a lot more seasons with some version of the A's, uh, whether that was Philadelphia or Kansas City or Oakland. Uh, hopefully Oakland forever. But uh, in 13, 17, and 18, those three years that Jed Lowry was with the team, he was 20% above league average, which is not like a, a sexy thing to say, I know, but that means that he was a very good baseball player, and he was never, like, the star of the team. He was a nice complimentary piece, and he was producing very solid numbers, and he was he was there for a reason, and those are that, that's the reason. He was 20% above league average in those seasons. He also dealt with some injuries. He, he missed some time with a toe injury. He, he had some shortened seasons due to injury, but those three seasons, when he was fully healthy and at his peak were pretty good for the A's, I gotta say. Uh, 2013 was a lot of fun, too. Um, he finished 20th in the MVP voting in 2018 with the Oakland A's. Uh, we, we, we've had a few of those. Matt Olson also finished uh, fairly well in the MVP voting in 2021. Yes. Um, and, you know, Matt Chapman's been in the discussion as well, but 
Jed Lowry, again, complimentary piece. 20th in MVP voting just five years ago. And uh, he, he was, you know, in, into his 30s at that point. He was he, he was no spring chicken, as the kids say. Uh, and he also had his lone all-star appearance in 2018. So just a, I'm just, I know that there's a lot more to Jed Lowry, but I want to go over his career accomplishments with the A's because uh, that's part of the reason why we love him. The other... The other reason that we love him uh, is because he set the A's, t- uh, the Oakland uh, doubles record in 2017 with 49 doubles. That is why he is a doubles machine. It's because of what he did in 2017, just racking up doubles all the time. Uh, he is ridiculous. And whenever he would get a double uh, the, the last couple of years, he'd be like, oh, there's Jed Lowry just getting more doubles. And uh, it, it was it was fun on social media. Well, you know, doubles machine, Jed Lowry does it again. Uh, stuff like that. But the reason that he kept being brought back, other than his production, because his production was good and he, was, he didn't cost like a ton. So he was kind of like uh, the perfect A's player. But he was also a, a great veteran in the clubhouse. He was a mentor to the young guys that they had on the roster, you know, in, in his first uh, stint with the A's, you know, you still had Josh Reddick, who was a little young. They still had their Sonny Grays. They, they they had their young group, and then they had, you know, Coco Crisp, and Brandon Moss was still young major league-wise, uh, but not age-wise. Um, so, you know, that and Josh Donaldson was a young guy. You want to assess, but hadn't been, uh, you know, uh, in, in baseball or in the major leagues that long. Uh, they, they had some guys that, you know, could use a little bit of mentoring, and Jed Lowry was that guy. And then later on in, you know, the 17-18 grouping, you had your Matt Olson, you had your Matt Chapmans, uh, you had Chad Pender to a degree. Um, you, you had your, your younger guys. Um, I'm, I'm sure that Chris Bassett and Sean Manaya and some of those other guys that were young at the time uh, also fed off of him a little bit. So he was a he was a great veteran presence for the A's. He meant a lot, and... Uh, I think that, you know, the, the seven years is, you kind of know that he was around for a while, but uh, seven years is a long time for an A's player, and we don't get a lot of those. And the A's kind of gave us one, sort of, in a way, <laughs> not consecutive years, but they gave us the guy for seven years, and uh, he, he 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 did his thing. And so Jed Lowry is very much loved and appreciated here in Oakland, and uh, we're, we're going to miss him. And if there's ever a celebration for his retirement, uh, I, I would very much love to uh, attend, I guess. <laughs> or just celebrate him on that day. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but anyways, coming up, I got some big news that I cannot wait to share with you guys. So we're going to get into that. So stay locked in. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The tournament is heating up and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and three pointers drained. Uh, is your bracket busted? Because mine is. Uh, my bracket is in shambles, and I don't want to look at it anymore. So, uh, you know what would help with that? Some FanDuel Sportsbook. You, you, just go play some bets. Have some have some extra fun with the tournament, because it's not over. It's over for me, but it's not over. So, may as well still have some fun with it. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So, don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Uh, make every moment more with Fanduel, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. SI.com slash MLB slash athletics. And that SI. It's gonna it's gonna come in context here. Uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna play a major role in my personal news that I have for you guys right now. And the personal news that I have for you is that I am now a full season credentialed member of the media as part of Inside the A's. Uh, I get to go to A's games and go into the clubhouse and do some 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 more reporting. Go go do some elbow touching with some of the guys, some of the players, some of the coaches. Uh, you know how I, I want, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy, I, I want to talk to him, the A's bullpen coach. I get to go talk to him now. Uh, Mark Kotze, I can be like, hey, well, what's up with this, Mark? Uh, stuff like that. I can go uh, try and find David Forrest and be like, hey, why you keep using my ideas, man? Um, stuff like that. <laughs> It'll be a more serious matter, obviously, because uh, it's it's press credential. It's 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 work work. But uh, we're, we're still going to have fun here, and I'm going to have better insights, I think, over here. Granted... I feel like I'm nailing it a decent amount of the time, so uh, I don't know how more perfect the insight can get, but uh, I'll have quotes, so there's that. Um, I, I still need to reach out and see what I can use on the podcast, whether or not I can record, uh, you know, pot, uh, Katze's presser or, you know, the post-game uh, player interviews, if I can record those and use those as part of the podcast, um, I, or if I can use them on the website, I would like to. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to. I, it, there, there might be differences in uh, how you can do things. Um, if you're a, a video m- member of the media or if you're a print member of the media, stuff like that. Um, also, do I need the express written consent of baseball? I don't know. So these are questions that I still need to have answered. But uh, at the very least, I get to go ask some questions. And uh, get, get you know the th- if you like this podcast, I... I'm going to be asking those kinds of questions, and I'll have more insights based on what the guys are telling me, and I'm very excited about that. And hey, hopefully, that means more player interviews on the podcast. We've had a few. We've had a few. We've had Tony Kemp already. We're friends. We're great. Um, we've had Cole Irvin. We've had Jonah Bride. We've had some guys. We, we've had Mason Miller on the show recently. Um, but, you know, ho- hopefully we, we can spread it around a little bit more, or at least get some quotes from guys. Uh, or, you know, shorts, like a, a one-segment thing where I just record it on my phone and I can use it that way. We'll see what I'm allowed to do. But I'm excited. I'm very excited because uh, A's media coverage is good. We have some solid beat writers. But I want to be that personality kind of guy. Not quite, you know, the John Boy media stuff because um, I don't get high on my own supply. <laughs> and I also like the A's. So there's that. Shots fired. <laughs> but no, I I, I want to be more fun and also informative, and uh, that's kind of not like the model that I follow at all. But um, it, it's it, it's a guiding point at sometimes where I I want to have personality, but also provide stuff that nobody else is talking about. And so this is why I'm excited about being a member of the media uh, for the 2023 season. I get to go to as many or as few games as I want to. Uh, I'm gonna be. I, I got to work out the schedule with the babysitter, but uh, I'll be at Sunday's game against the Giants, the exhibition game uh, in Oakland, and then probably opening day. And if Shintaro Fujinami is not starting on opening day, which he might not be, we'll talk about that here in a second, uh, then uh, I'll go to his start 
against the Angels as well. That might be game two on Saturday. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then probably a game against the uh, Cleveland Guardians. And then, you know, probably a game, a series at the very least. So very excited about the opportunity. Uh, thank you to the Oakland A's and uh, everybody over there that helped make this happen. Thank you to uh, the, the SI guys that helped me out as well. Um, but it's been a process. <laughs> we, we have been trying to get this official for a couple of months. I've been sitting on this for a while, but it is official. I got the email. I am approved. I am so, so excited. So the comment prompt that I have for you guys is, I want to know what you guys want more of from A's coverage. What is A's coverage in general missing? Not necessarily from me, but like what, what, or just from everybody. Like, what do you want to see more of? Do you want more like, hey, who is this guy uh, kind of stuff? And uh, you want to feel more attached to the team because that's where I'm leaning right now. But if there's something else that you want, let me know. And I'll see if I can make it happen because I want to provide A's fans just a place to go to for the coverage that they want. Uh, not like, oh yeah, th th this is a story about some stuff and whatever. Sometimes I get bored by that. I, I, I like knowing like the, the numbers and uh, I want to talk numbers with the guys and we'll see who's amenable to that and who's not. But um, let me know down in the comments what you want to see from A's coverage moving forward. Um, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. It's going to be, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, on a more personal note, I've been doing this for, not the podcast, but uh, A's stuff for like a decade now. And so this, this feels nice to not, not, I, I've been in the press box before. I know kind of how things work, uh, but it's been a, you know, a few years and whatnot. And um, the podcast has helped me, get to, you know, it helped me get the writing job with, uh, with SI and Fan Nation. And uh, the writing job helped me get the press credential. And so now this is, it, it, it's nice. Also, I get to go talk to Amelia and she's a delight. I saw her at FanFest. She was like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I haven't talked to you in a couple, oh, and we've talked on social media, but we haven't like interacted, uh, you know, face to face where we could see each other in a couple of years since she was named the ASPA announcer. And so uh, that, that was fun. So I got to go hang out with Amelia a little bit. Uh, not too much. It, it's still a place of work and business, but, you know, get to go hang out and stuff. So um, it, it just feels nice. Like I've not not made it by any means. I still need to make money. But uh, I it feels like I, I'm doing something right. And uh, I that feels nice. That's all, that's all I can say about that. Uh, but you know what doesn't feel nice? Looking at the A's rotation, because it is up in shambles right now. <laughs> and we're going to try to make sense of it here in the third segment, so stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is also brought to you by Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed about becoming a Major League Baseball GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise, this app is for you, because you can manage every strategic aspect of your team play through the season and lead your team to glory, you're going to be responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff. That is important. My coaches are bad and my team is still not great. So not liking that. You got to manage the team finances, which sucks, but uh, it's it sucks, but it's such a, a fun and addicting game. I got to say, it's so much fun. Uh, and scouting and drafting the right players. I, I think I'm good at that, honestly. Uh, look for the intelligence. If they're smart, that helps, generally. At least they can learn how to be better. Uh, you can manage difficult personalities. Look for the green smiley faces. The green smiley faces, good players. Good chemistry on the team makes your team better. Uh, also, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of the season. I've had so many ups and downs. I am just trying to get to 70 wins in one of these years. I am, like, in year, like, eight or nine. 
The team has won like 68, 69 games. I just want to get to 70, and then maybe we'll push for a playoff spot at some point because there are at least a couple of hosts that are... We, we have a, a, a whole thing going. Uh, there is a, a contest where whoever has the most wins at the end of, I believe, 20 seasons um, win, wins a big prize. And I want to win big prizes. I am very competitive. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it being a well below uh, 500 team. Uh, for the entirety of this duration, but there's a couple of guys that have finished, and there are three prizes, and so I want to at least by default win a prize, uh, and so that's where I'm at right now. I just want to finish and try and not get fired again, and uh, I'm I'm trying my hardest, but dang it, it's so hard. But I'm having so much fun playing this game and locked on listeners you guys can have fun playing this game too because we get or listeners uh get 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on in the game store that it's all caps locked on so make sure to check it out download the game uh, all you got to do is uh visit probaseballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app stores that's probaseballgm.com ultimate baseball gm start your dynasty today Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, we're trying to get to 1,000 subs on YouTube. So uh, if you're if you're still here and you want to, you know, get some more press access coverage from this guy, uh, hit subscribe, please. <laughs> also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's, the credentialed Inside the A's. For more A's and news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's, si.com slash MLB slash athletics. But let's talk about the latest injury to the A's rotation and uh, the latest guy that may be knocked out of the A's rotation on opening day. Paul Blackburn already going to be on the IL to start the season, but uh, he should be back in the next week or two, you would imagine. How fast do nails grow? It's been a month, Paul. Grow your nails, man. Uh, he's going to be uh, throwing again. He's doing a throwing program starting today, I believe. So, uh, or Friday, one of those two. Um, so he, he's on the mend. He should be ready before too long. It's just a matter of getting his arm strength built up again. So it might take a couple of weeks. Um, but Drew Rosinski, it was reported uh, on Wednesday. Today's Thursday, Wednesday, uh, that he has hamstring tightness. And so his timeline is TBD and they don't know what his status is going to be for opening day. And so that's weird. Um, because it was Rosinski and Blackburn and Fujinami. Those were like the three guys that David Force said would be in the A's rotation. Two of those guys are now potentially on the IL to start opening day. Uh, Fuji's fine. He, he's there, but he's going to be pitching every sixth day uh, because of his time in Japan. That is just what he is accustomed to. And Mark Kotze uh, told Matt Kawahara, or, or you know, reporters, but I, I read it from Matt Kawahara, that uh, they, they want to... It's a big change, him coming over to the States, and so they want to keep things as regular as possible for him and just limit the things that he has to adjust to. And that's that's a good way to go about it, I think. So uh, kudos to the A's for doing that. Uh, I guess that other teams do it too, but kudos to the A's. <laughs> um, so you got you got Fuji. And then James Caprillion, he's on the mend. Uh, he is apparently going to be starting the second game in the Bay Bridge series with the Giants, so he'd be starting the Monday game at Oracle, which means he's... Probably not starting on opening day. They can keep him on turn and maybe have him start the second game of the season, uh, which I believe would be, yeah, that would be fine. Uh, or, you know, if they want to keep everybody else kind of on turn as well, he could be the ace fifth starter. So uh, we'll see where he slots in, but, you know, he's in there as well. And then uh, things get a little bit muddied, but I would imagine that Kyle Muller is a pretty 
pretty solid bet to be in the A's rotation. I'd had Adam Aller in the rotation, but apparently he's going to be more of a swing man for the A's in his last start. Uh, he, he had a pitch limit of 50, which means that you know he, they weren't trying to stretch him out to be a starter, so they wanted him to be not like a piggyback guy, but like a long relief arm kind of guy. And he struggled a little bit in that start. Uh, what did he give up? He went two innings, gave up six hits, four runs, three walks, struck out one. Uh, not not the outing that we'd been seeing from him. So um, that stinks. And, you know, I, I talked about it before. He'd been knocking down all of the challenges that had been placed in front of him, uh, even though that they were, you know, teams that weren't necessarily filled with major leaguers, lineups that were filled with major leaguers. Um, so is he is he actually chained? changed? Is he not? Uh, that's still up for debate, I guess, but I'm still high on Adam, Adam Aller. I, I still like him a lot. And also, uh, just quick Adam Aller point, he's going to be a swingman. And that is something that I believe Chris Bassett also did. I keep comparing the two because they keep having similarities. Uh, I believe that Chris Bassett was also a reliever and a starter uh, at points in his second year with the A's. Um, I'd have to double check that, but if memory serves, that's right. So there's that. Um, anyways, so Adam Muller probably going to be one of the bullpen guys. And uh, could that mean that J.P. Sears is now going to be in the rotation to start the season? I mean, possibly. And then the A's go with just one lefty reliever. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily do that, but it's an option, I guess. Um, they could also go with uh, Ken Waldachuk in the rotation uh, along with Muller. And then that's four. Um, and then, you know, you, you figure it out from there. You, you still got Adrian Martinez around. He could still be a guy. Um, but I, I think that they'll probably go with either Aller or Sears. I'd probably say Sears because he's going to be more stretched out. And Waldachuk and Muller and Fuji and Cap. And that's your rotation. And then you got Aller in the bullpen. And then uh, where if you're going to have Aller and Sears both in the bullpen... Uh, instead, you have one of them in the rotation, and then you have yeah Drew Steckenrider or Austin Pruitt likely as the uh, the other bullpen piece over there, and then you have a full complement of pitchers. So that's kind of how I imagine it working out right now. Uh, but it all depends on how Drew Rosinski is uh, is healed up, how he's feeling, how he's looking, um, and then hopefully by the time uh, the A's actually need a six starter for Fuji, because uh, they they just have a couple of off days in the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, there's one right after opening day, which I don't like, but it's there. Um, it, they have a couple of off days, so they can keep him on the six day, or five days of rest pitching on the sixth day um, by not even going to six starters yet. So they, they don't necessarily need a, six star, a, a sixth starter or a spot starter uh, until a couple of weeks in the season, until they're on the road uh, with Tampa Bay and Baltimore, I believe. Um, and that would mean that Paul Blackburn would probably be back in the rotation by then. And maybe even Drew Rosinski, it, he might not miss time. We don't know, but maybe even he could be back. And so then you could put those guys in the bullpen that you wanted in the bullpen in your Allers and your Searses. Um, and maybe not both of them, but maybe one of them is going to be there. We don't know. Uh, everything is in flux kind of depending on injuries and kind of depending on, uh, what, what the front office is thinking that day. So, We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm intrigued by having potentially two starters in the bullpen when the A's are at full strength. Um, and, you know, because they're they're still getting that experience, which is something that uh, I was worried that they, they wouldn't be getting. 
And then you throw Waldachuk in the uh, in the rotation. He's solid. He's projected to be a, a mid-rotation starter. And I, I also read this, which I had not read up until just a couple of days ago, and that is that uh, the A's wanted him to not necessarily go real hard early in spring because they wanted him to have some gas left in the tank later in the season. So he'd kind of just been like, not, I'm not going to... I'm going to say going through the motions, but I, I, he wasn't doing that. Uh, it was more like a, he wasn't going, uh, you know, full 100%. He was kind of trying to leave some in the tank so that he could just, you know, get his work in, but not necessarily be as crisp as he might be. And so uh, all the things that I was saying about Ken Walichuk not being great with his, uh, his pitch count and going deep into games, maybe it was for nuts. Maybe he's just fine. Because he, he actually pitched uh, a little bit better in his last start, so hey, maybe he's still in this rotation, and maybe he was going to be all along. But he had me worried there for a while. I took him out of my rotation on my projected roster over at Inside the Ace, and uh, maybe, maybe that's changed now. But every time I post a projected roster, something happens. So maybe I'll just stop projecting the roster, because uh, it's been right other than injuries. And uh, <laughs> doing great, Jason. Uh, but that is all that I got for you guys today. Um, again, I'm... I am so thrilled that I get to be a credentialed member of the A's media. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, if you guys like what I do here, it's going to get even better. And let me know what you guys want to see down below. Or just say congrats. You're so handsome. This, it was bound to happen because of that face. <laughs> but that's all that I got for you guys today. Uh, I got some bold predictions coming for you guys. I got to come up with what they are. But I'm going to have some bold predictions for you guys. I know that one of them is going to be... Uh, it, it's going to be a big one. So we'll talk about that uh, on tomorrow's show. But thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league today by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to their channel. Subscribe to this channel. Uh, they are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. But that's all that I got for you guys today. Make sure to follow us at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's, si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Uh, but until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.